The southern island of Santorini is world famous for its breathtaking volcanic landscape. The small white houses and blue-domed churches appear like gems studding the island's sheer black cliffs. The ruins and the sunsets are legendary, and they attract swarms of tourists. But the food here is just as extraordinary and well worth the trip. When Santorini's volcano erupted around 1620 BC, lava and ash covered the island, changing its landscape forever and turning Santorini into Greece's version of Pompeii. The soil here is composed of packed volcanic pumice to a depth of about 90 feet. The porous pumice stones trap the winter rains, allowing the island's plants and vines to survive the blistering summer sun. At the Segalis Winery, vintner Paris Segalis shows us how the volcanic soil has influenced Santorini's winemaking. Here the vines grow in coils, right on the ground, without any fear of mold or rot. The absence of moisture, pests and phylloxera eliminates the need for trellises and stakes. The vine coils act as a sort of nest, sheltering the grapes from the unyielding sun and nearly constant wind. Santorini's wines are among the oldest in the world. Amphora, used for winemaking, were found among the Minoan ruins in Akrotiri, evidence that the islanders were making wine more than 3,000 years ago. In recent years, Santorini winemakers have begun to experiment with non-native grapes. But most of Sigalis's wines are made from two indigenous varietals, Assyrtiko and Mavrotragano. The Assyrtiko grape produces a dry, crisp white wine that accounts for about 70% of the winery's production. The wines have a characteristic mineral flavor that comes from the volcanic pumice. Assyrtiko is now grown in other parts of Greece, but nowhere else does it have this signature taste. Back at the winery, Sigalis's winemaker, Stella, guides the visitors through a flight of wines. First, the Assyrtiko, a crisp, highly acidic wine with delicate citrus notes and Santorini's trademark minerality. It's a great match for the meze that arrives at the table. It's interesting, it's mineral taste that comes from the volcanic soil of Santorini. And it's a wine that we can age it also six to seven years in the bottle after its production. Next, she pours the Mavro Tragano, a red wine aged in French oak barrels for 18 months. The Mavro Tragano is a complex, full-bodied red with hints of cherry and licorice. Tasting a red wine in Santorini is really different. That's um, the grape Mavro Tragano, 100%. Uh, its name means in Greek, uh, blank crunchy, and it's a rare grape variety of Greece. Its origin is from Santorini. Uh, it's um, quite uh, complex uh, in, in, uh, in aromas, it's spicy, we find also red jammed fruits and something fresh like licorice that comes uh, in the end. Tasting this wine, we see in fact also the effect of oak as it was vinificated in French oak barrels, and then it was aged in those for 18 months. Mavro Tragano is just beginning to enter the mainstream wine market. Sigalis isn't sure about its prospects, but he's confident that those who taste the wine will become fans for life. 
Teetering on the edge of the island's volcanic caldera, Celine Restaurant in Fira has one of the most dramatic views on the island and one of its best kitchens. Since Yorgos Hadjianakis opened its doors in 1986, the restaurant has maintained a reputation for innovative cuisine that's rooted in the island's ancestral cooking. Some of Greece's most celebrated chefs got their start here, and from the beginning, the restaurant's dishes have showcased Santorini's local foods. Santorini's relative isolation forced its cooks to be self-sufficient. The preserving techniques they developed, such as sun-drying and pickling vegetables, curing meats, and storing fruits in syrup, are still practiced today, but out of tradition rather than out of necessity. The island's main agricultural products reflect its isolation, its volcanic soil, and its extreme climate, says restaurant manager Georgia Tara. Yellow split peas, locally called fava, have been cultivated here since the Minoan era, before the volcano erupted. It is a kind of yellow, of yellow split pea that um, is unique. It is called Lathyrus climenum, uh, and it is found nowhere else in the world. Santorini tomatoes, on the other hand, are relative newcomers brought to the island by a Franciscan monk just 180 years ago. Santorini's fava, the island's main starch, shouldn't be confused with other yellow split peas, Italian favas or broad beans. Another favorite Santorini ingredient is the caper, which actually thrives in rocky dry places. Its bitter, salty tang makes it a good substitute for the olives that Santorini lacks. The whole plant is edible. Flowers, buds, leaves and seed pods, both brined and sun-dried. Sun-drying the caper bud preserves its bitterness while giving it a complex, concentrated flavor, much prized in sauces. Santorini lacks the vegetation and water to support large livestock. Instead, in the past, every family raised a pig, and the islanders developed a taste for wild game, including rabbits and migratory birds. The typical uh, cured pork loin from Santorini is this one. It is called apochti. Uh, we use the tenderloin, and we spread it with a, um, unique aromatics as thrubi, that's a herb that belongs in the family of thyme, but more aromatic, either, even more aromatic than thyme, cinnamon, and black pepper. Surprisingly, fish were not a mainstay of the Santorini diet in the past. Lacking techniques and gear for deep water fishing, the islanders caught what they could from the shore using hand lines and simple nets. When the nets were full of small fish like sardines, they were dried in the sun. Until modern times, wheat flour was a luxury, so fresh bread was a rarity as well. Santorini bakers used barley flour for bread, baking the loaves twice to produce rock-hard rusks that would keep for months, if not years. The traditional uh, bread is this one. It is called Critharoculura. It is very rocky, as you can hear. And in order to use it, you have to suck it into water to rehydrate it again so that, you can, that it can become softer and uh, you can use it. It has a very nutty flavor and a very earthy flavor. Georgia shows us a platter of island cheeses, but only one of them, a goat cheese called cloro, is local. At the restaurant, cloro is soaked in the lees of Vansanto, a sweet wine, to create a variation on the traditional cheese.